4: on the iHeartRadio app. You always follow
5: the, follow the money. That's what I always
3: say. You always follow yeah, the
5: money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard on VSN.
3: Top of the morning. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In 15 minutes, Pat Ford is going to join the program with Sports Illustrated. Uh, he is the best at covering college football and college basketball. We'll get his thoughts on the committee rankings from last night and um, what we saw. Now, week two, that version as they sandwiched it between the uh, college basketball games, and Cincinnati, number five. Uh, you called it yesterday. I think there was a little bit of wishful thinking in there from you, um, but you <laughs> called it. You had them pegged at number five overall. And the overall observations, Paulie, they the the job they did by leapfrogging Michigan ahead of Michigan State is gonna. You got to try to predict what they're gonna do. I think that's going to come into play later on with Ohio State over Oregon, and I'm not going to be surprised if it comes into play later on with Notre Dame over Cincinnati.
4: With the complete team line that he used, Barta. Right. And I know Reese and the crew are up against it because they have to go so fast and they do not have a lot of time. But Barta always has a meeting with the media where he can ask questions afterwards and they get get more in-depth into stuff. I can't believe they spend over half an hour on Michigan, Michigan State. And even though they just played and Michigan State won, they feel like Michigan's a more complete team. And the fact
3: they were up double digits and Michigan State came back. I, why can't you believe they have spent yeah. half an hour on it? Why would it take so long? Well, I, I'm i am actually glad that they're having discussions like this. Like, how, how much does the head-to-head actually mean? How much is it overall top to bottom? We think Michigan's a better team. The stats kind of point towards that. I think it's a good discussion. Well, people are
4: also saying if head-to-head has mattered so much, and yep. Michigan State beat them. Why is it, you know? And also, why is, uh, they spent a ton of time on Penn State. <laughs> That's also odd. Sure. They're not in there. I think they should be because they beat Auburn and Wisconsin, and they're in love with Wisconsin. Well, you see where Wisconsin's ranked, and they moved up with the win. And Wisconsin's been housed in two games, Uh a, th- a three-loss team. So, but then again, a lot of this looks like it's going to help out Ohio State with Minnesota. Why was Minnesota there? They lose. Right. Well, guess what? Purdue, big win. Purdue comes. Purdue debuts mm-hmm. at 19. That's who Ohio State plays. Right. So there'll be an, and then was Ohio State. When you look, it'll just run the gauntlet here. 19 Purdue, top 10 Michigan, top 10 Michigan State, likely top 15 when they play Wisconsin in the Big Ten
3: title game. Sure, they could get to number two when this is all said and done. That's possible, right? And with that schedule in front of them, it absolutely tells me that at some point, if even if Oregon keeps winning out, at some point because they set the precedent last night with the head-to-head not meaning as much with Michigan over Michigan State, some point, Ohio State will, in fact, overtake Oregon.
4: Yeah. And I think you, that's going to happen. And Utah debuted last night, but Oregon would beat them twice. Right. If they run the table and go 12-1. and one. So then other than the Ohio, I know what they're going to say. Well, you beat Ohio State great head-to-head early in the season, and then what overall complete team uh, resume we have to go much more, or me, a lot more better win. Or, excuse me. If I can talk. A better resume, more quality wins for Ohio State. Right, right. Is what they'll say, and, no. and the other thing, as I said earlier in the show, this came out, the ra- the ratings, for, for the the, for the games. Ga- yes, yeah, okay. Played on the field. Yes, highest ratings were the Ohio State Nebraska game. More people watched that than Alabama and LSU, and people love watching Ohio State and the Big Ten. Period. And that has been that high noon kickoff, whatever they call it. Right, has been a monster. It says it's a beast. Rating. So that's, people, that's brand name bias and also
3: a lot of eyeballs and people pay attention to Ohio State. Uh, no, I do like the way they kept Oklahoma at number eight. They didn't play, so they didn't freak out. They didn't, you know, jump them up ahead of a team like Cincinnati who struggled. But also with that in mind, I thought the committee was fair by leaving Alabama at number two despite struggling against a bad LSU team and bumping up Ohio State to number four and being in a knockdown drag out against Nebraska. And again, I need to say this. I think Nebraska's record is missed. I think Nebraska's actually not that bad. I, I think people are going to yeah. freak out about a 3-9 record. Well, They're a couple of things away from actually being much better than that. Re- but regardless. Yeah. So they looked at that and said, okay, th- those two teams can either stay where they were. Or we can move them up. So we're going to do the same with Cincinnati. Who struggled again against Tulsa. I actually
4: so, think they did a good job. Because all those teams struggled. Oklahoma didn't play. And they still kept them at number 8. And they finally put Texas San Antonio in the rankings. I cannot, for the life of me, understand the San Diego State thing. It seems like they're up to something that doesn't make any sense. Right? And they beat Utah in triple overtime, and other than that, there's absolutely zero on the resume. Um, but you mentioned the odds earlier in town. Now it it's important to note these are is a different sports book, right, from the previous week. The previous you week, you saw
3: a big jump in Cincinnati. Right. So the previous week, the numbers were at DraftKings where. After the initial rankings by the committee, the no on Cincinnati moved from around a dollar 70 to minus 210. That was after that was a week ago today. Well, now there's a different sports book that put up numbers on Cincinnati and uh, like 10 other teams. The no on the Bearcats is now minus 550. So that's more than a $3 move to the no even though they moved up to number 5. This is just to wow. make the playoff. That's it. And the yes on the Bearcats now plus three. You can walk out this door when we're done with the show and bet plus three fifty if you would like. Yeah, it's not far
4: fetched anymore. Number last night was historic because they got their number number five now and that's never happened. And the other thing, when you look at this, and Reese Davis made the point, but it was fast that they're going to run out of one lost teams because they all play each other. So if Cincinnati keeps winning, gets to thirteen and zero, and you also have an eleven and one Notre Dame, and you you take on an eleven and one Houston. Some point they'll have to rank them. And eleven and one Houston, the AAC title game. That uh, I think the Alabama number's ridiculous. Dollar fifteen. What was they're, it? They're a dollar twelve. Yeah. You made a case for Arkansas earlier. I think they'll beat them. Well, they so have, do why? But, but Arkansas is good. And you, you 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 had you dismissed Auburn and Nick's. Okay. I don't but like Nick's. I think why, that's right. going to be a tough game for them. They have to go on the road to close against Auburn. And if that happens, as Reese Davis pointed out, if they lose that game, they might not even be in the SEC title game. Why? I, I think Georgia's going to beat them anyways. I mean, you had six rushing yards against LSU. That is not vintage Alabama.
3: Hasn't been from the get-go. And you beat Ole Miss, whoop doo doo yeah. On that note, by the way, how young is like plus 175 to win the Heisman? I don't get that it, either. That doesn't make any sense. Yes. And we'll ask Pat Forty this. There's not, there's some steam on this. Well, people were writing about it anyway um, who cover the sport. Maybe this could be, year, be the year that a defensive player wins it. Uh-huh. We'll ask Pat Forty about that, who's had a vote well, for many years. He can't really... Reveal any of the details about it because he's not allowed to. But a guy like Jordan Davis at Georgia, um, he's 60 to 1, 80 to 1. If you look around, uh, can, can a defensive player actually win the Heisman? By the way, uh, this is from Brad Powers. A couple of things on uh, these games. Unranked Penn State and unranked Iowa State would be favored over number seven Michigan State on a neutral field, per his numbers. Wow. And the projected college football playoff semifinal spreads. Number one, Georgia versus number four, Ohio State. He'd make the Bulldogs seven. And then Alabama, he has 14 over Oregon.
4: That high, okay. Yeah. Yep. Oregon's had a ton of issues, uh, injuries, and certainly that's a coaching mismatch too. The I, I People are uh, emailing too about they can't envision a scenario where undefeated Oklahoma's left out. Well, that may be true, but there is absolutely Oklahoma fatigue. Absolutely. And you see that that they're sitting there at eight. Now they have a chance to prove themselves with Baylor, Iowa State, and Bedlam. They sure and do. Then it could be Oklahoma State again. But you're you're shut out at Kansas, the Nebraska close call, the Tulane oh Cincinnati, the Tulane, Tulane almost
3: beat them. Yeah, that on was the also. Road. But but let's not forget that was with Spencer Adler. Okay, fine. And, and a majority of the resume okay. comes with him as the quarterback. Now, but if, if Oklahoma runs the table here, and Paulie, I mean, those are three pretty good teams remaining on the schedule. If they run the t- table in three weeks, we're going to be having a, an entirely different discussion about the Sooners this year. Uh-huh. Yep. How, how about this? But, what, what if they lose to Oklahoma State to cap off the regular season, then beat them in the Big 12 title game, and they blow them like out in the no, Big 12 title no, game? No. no they're no done way. completely? Yep.
4: Yep. That's why, what if Oklahoma and Oklahoma State split, right? What if Oklahoma State runs the table? What do they think of them? And brand name bias, and that? Oh. they put right? They're sitting there at 10. That's why I think we're Notre Dame's. That's important. Notre Dame, if they go 11-1. and one, and they're sitting there at 9, and since he dropped them, Notre Dame could not move the ball in that game until late in the fourth quarter. Cincinnati did a great job defensively. Agreed. Uh, so that if, if Notre Dame goes 11-1, and one, how high do they get? They might get to 7 or 6 if there's help. But, again, all these teams are going to play each other, and Reese is right. about Look what we have with the round robin in the Big Ten. And Penn State will decide this too. Michigan plays Penn State. Michigan State plays Penn State. Michigan State plays Ohio State. Michigan plays Ohio State. And then who knows, someone, Wisconsin, could shock the world and, and win the conference title game. Um, the other thing, too, from Brad Powers, why this game's important for Cincinnati and Notre Dame Saturday. Notre Dame has won 37 in a row as a favorite. They've won 39 in a row against unranked teams. Mm. They're laying
3: five and a half against Virginia. Yep. That's an enormous game. I like them. You do? I like them. Okay. Uh, by the way, other odds sure. on the yes-no. So again, this book in town, they have Cincinnati on the no minus 550. For Oklahoma, they have on the yes minus 174. So they're t- they're telling you at this book, they think there's a much better chance Oklahoma, much better, not even close, gets in than Cincinnati. They have Ohio State minus 182. Okay, that makes it, they went out, they're going to be in. It hurts some SMU now was two losses. They play them next week. Yep. They have Oregon at plus 225 to get in. So they, they're telling you that, Odds are they're going to stumble at some point in one of these games. And they have Michigan, the exact same odds on the Wolverines as they do the Bearcats. That I find hard to believe. My strongest take
4: and opinion is Ohio State will be ahead of Oregon with the same record. Eventually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. that's going to happen. Oh, yes. Oh, that's. That and had, can... After what they did with Michigan, Michigan State, and the fact what's coming up. Yeah, you can. For, for Ohio State? That they, they might, yes, they might be as high as two. First bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000. and Receive $10 instantly and up to $1,000 bonus. Visit vsan.com slash horses for details.
3: Bonus code Vegas1000. Pat Forty joins the program next. Covers college football for Sports Illustrated. He is the best at it. His reaction to the committee rankings, and he's had a Heisman vote now for quite some time. People are starting to push for a defensive player to win the award. What are the chances of that happening this year?
2: What's up? I'm John Wall.
4: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by
3: DraftKings called Point Game.
0: Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
5: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds...
4: It was shocking.
5: I have to know. What were they
4: thinking?
5: The Sports Betting
4: Network. Points bet, great odds in all the NFL games. Why bet anywhere else? When you bet with points bet, you get great odds and bigger payouts. Download the app today and get in on the action. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply.
3: The great Pat Forty joins the program now, covers college football and college basketball for Sports Illustrated. We'll get his reaction to the committee rankings from last night. Pat, good morning. How are you?
5: I'm doing well, guys. How are y'all?
3: I'm doing doing well. Uh, okay, so let's start with this. Uh, the, the, the whole thing about the committee met and they talked about Michigan and Michigan State for a half an hour or more, and they just played a couple of weeks ago, and they had the Wolverines leapfrog the Spartans. Paul and I have been discussing this today. Was that kind of a setup for down the road, if Ohio State runs the table here in the Big Ten with three good teams remaining on the schedule, that eventually the Buckeyes are also going to leap Oregon despite losing to the Ducks at their home field?
5: Oh, you know, I mean, that's entirely possible. It could be. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if that was the reasoning there, but it does give them certainly an out to say, you know, well, we we have to look at the entire body of work. Uh, My theory on this is more, I guess, smaller picture and related just to that game. I think what they're tacitly saying is we think the refs screwed Michigan. I think that they think that some of the calls that Mm. went Michigan state's way were enough to decide the game. Otherwise, like I don't understand how they could have deliberated last week before Michigan state even lost about having Michigan ahead of them. They said that they, you know, Gary Barta in in his weekly, like, what the hell are you talking about? Address (laughs) uh, that we, we looked, we thought there were some people who thought Michigan was, the more complete team, which I think is code for yeah, we think Michigan kind of got a bad deal there, and like there were some close calls and everything. I don't know how you just kind of discard the what actually happened on the field at the end and who won. Yeah, but that was my take on what they might have been thinking there.
4: Is there a theory also why they're spending so much time on Penn State?
5: <laughs> I don't know. I but this again. Yeah, this is what the playoff does. Is it's just like you end up having. These long, minute discussions about whether a team should be 25th or not, and you end up leaving them out. Like we, you're just wasting people's time. I, I, I thought that like Archie Manning was really smart a few years ago when he was on the committee. He's like, ah, my knee hurts. I can't get on planes. He probably got went in there. He's like, this is stupid. Why are we spend all <laughs> this time on teams 20 to 25 or or, or, or higher? You know, even further out. You know, it just it it, it, it seems like they just tie themselves in knots the way this sport tends to do.
4: Do you think Cincinnati has a chance?
5: Uh, Not a great chance. Um, You know, at least they they didn't find a new way to to lie about Cincinnati and say you know we have great respect for them and then disrespect for them and drop them even further. But I just think that the the quality games are not coming for them. I mean, they have a chance if they get help if. If, like, the Big Ten teams all knock each other off here in remaining games, uh, if Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, maybe if Baylor beats Oklahoma, you know, if there's just some more carnage in the in the Big Ten or Big 12, the, then they might have a chance. But I think if, if it's relatively formful uh, the rest of the way, I think Cincinnati's in trouble. Okay.
3: okay. Uh, nothing is a lock, certainly, uh, on the actual football field itself. But if the Sooners run the table, are they a lock to make the playoff?
5: I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I still think that, yeah, I mean, we'll see how they look. And they're going to get, obviously, increased credit for these next three games. But I, I think the committee rightfully is unimpressed with them to this point. And Okay, Baylor just lost to TCU. Baylor has two losses. Is be- Beating them is not, you know, like planting the flag on Mount Everest. It- it's a good win, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but I'm not sure it's the validation. So then, okay, you get Iowa State. Well, Iowa State's lost three games. The real validation game could be Oklahoma State and Stillwater, which is a game that, that Oklahoma always wins. But mm-hmm. – I, I'm not convinced yet that that even at thirteen and zero they would get in. We'll see. Wow, that'd be
4: something. That's a, strong. Yep. Okay, and you were great two weeks ago, right? Ripping apart Oklahoma's resume as well. You also wrote about this, and it was fantastic. Can you share with our listeners and and viewers how surprised you were, and what does it mean for Nebraska football that they brought Frost back?
5: Well, it means Nebraska's fine being bad that they've basically given up on attempting to be an elite football program. That was, that was my takeaway from it. I was, I was shocked that a guy with that bad a record, the second worst record in the history of the program for anybody who's been there for more than two seasons, you know, the third 0.35 winning percentage. I mean, that's terrible to keep him for a fifth year. And then to trapdoor the the offensive staff too. Who's going to come coach? Yeah. I mean, what what kind of you know they're, they're like, oh, we got a big salary pool. <laughs> Who wants to take it if you're going to be out again after another year? You know, I mm. you can guarantee contracts and try to get some people in, but I think it's going to be very tough to to have a staff. The recruiting is terrible. Their recruiting class so far is bad. They're going to have to absolutely kill it in the portal, which may work. Maybe they do. But boy. Uh, I just I don't understand how what they see and figure out that, that 2022 is going to be a job-saving uh, turnaround for a guy who's done a really, really lousy job at a powerful place.
3: Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Pat Forty covers college football and college basketball for Sports Illustrated. He's our guest. How about that uh, bleep show up in Seattle over the weekend with Jimmy Lake? And now I know that uh, some who cover the Pac-12 and Washington are saying, no, this is probably going to be his last game, and he's going to be out. There's one guy, John Wilner, who said that, in his opinion, it's going to be Wilcox who's going to take the job from Cal. But your thoughts on Jimmy Lake overall?
5: Yeah, I saw that from uh, Wilner, who's who's very, very dialed in in the Mm Pac-12. And, I mean, it, it was like as bad a week as you could have. I mean, they were already having a bad season. There's no doubt about that. It was a very disappointing season. But then, you know, you stick your foot in your mouth with your rival, your rival then beats you down. You completely botch the end of the game where you punt down eight with less than two minutes to play and two timeouts left. I mean, incomprehensible Uh, you hit a player, you deny that you hit a player. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it it was, it was a disaster for Jimmy Lake, absolute disaster. And this, like the school kind of went out of his way to its way to set things up for Jimmy. You know I mean? He, he was the handpicked successor to Chris Pearson. They promoted him to defensive coordinator over somebody else who was already on the staff uh, when he was an assistant. And, and it just has been a really, really awful season from the very start when they scored seven points against Montana.
3: Yep. Good call. Yep, Very good call.
4: Yep, All excellent points. Can I argue what's been worse for Dan Mullen in the last month?
5: <laughs> you, you can. I mean, it's been awful, really awful. And, you know, that, that was a PR... Slash, you know, try to, you know, at least quench the fire a little bit, move by firing uh, Todd Grantham and John Hevesy, the offensive line coach. It, we'll see what that solves. I do think there is a relatively strong commitment to keep Mullen, as long as he's willing to, to make further staff changes, to improve, to get some recruiters on staff. Uh, and I also think that they're closing three games are must win. You know, I thought they yep. were going to win all four, and now they just got blown out by South Carolina. Can't lose to Sanford, obviously. Not Stanford, but Samford. Can't <laughs> lose to Missouri, which is a very bad Missouri team. Can't lose to your rival, Florida State, who's having another terrible season in the swamp. If you lose any of those, things may change, I think, for Dan Mullen. Okay.
3: So, Pat, you've had a Heisman vote now for quite some time, and uh, now we're starting to see Jordan Davis, his name, pop up on betting boards across the city and across the country he's the outstanding uh, defensive lineman for the Georgia Bulldogs and i'm starting to see like a push like on twitter and other spots where people who cover the sport are like hey look there's no quarterback really taking um you know the bull by, by the horns here with this award uh in 2021 do you think it's possible like what are the chances that a defensive player in particular jordan davis could actually win the heisman this year
5: i you know i still think it's an uphill battle uh i mean i love it i think it's about time we look at all positions, uh, and especially on a historic defense. Uh, and he's the best guy on that defense probably, but my gosh, there's the biggest problem could be that there's like six turbo studs on that defense, you know, but I, I I'm happy to see it. I think he deserves the consideration. I am strongly considering him. Uh, but I just think that there are so many voters who still just look, you know. Well, where are the stats? And I need stats, and so I just, you know, I need a three thousand yard passer. I need a, you know, fifteen hundred yard rusher, or whatever the case may be, and fill out mm-hmm. their ballot that way. There's, there's just so many voters, you know. It's like nine hundred and some that I, I think that you get a, a majority or a large percentage that still look at it in a, in a fairly limited manner as far as who's a prospect.
3: Yeah, I think you're probably spot on with that. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at bipad forty. And definitely read them every single week in uh, Sports Illustrated, covering college football and now college basketball. Pat, great spot as always. Thanks for the time today.
5: Hey, my pleasure, guys. Happy to have a good weekend. Yep, Me you too.
3: too. There you go. He had like four terrific lines, by the way. Yes, he did. Planting the fl- a flag like uh, Mount Everest was great. He's right. that that's All
4: of a sudden, it's not a really good win to say, well, we beat Baylor for Oklahoma. That's... Yeah. But... um the breakdown on Nebraska was so – he made so many great points in his article about Nebraska. I know. About but how bad it's been. Here's the thing. It's it's kind of like out here with the basketball. Well, Osborne wow. was a long, long time ago. Those days aren't coming I back. I, it's I, I just not.
3: I would ask you this, though. Like, who are they going to get? Well, Who's going to go to Nebraska and all of a sudden clean yeah, it up and be a 10-win team every guy, single the year? The guy's
4: 15 and 27, whatever it is. I know. I mean, and it's also uh, the same mistakes every week. Will you stop with the special teams?
3: Well, that's not – that's going to
4: continue for the right – that's the whole year
3: thing. you got to – yeah, but that's the coach. Same mistake over and over yeah. and over. Again. That's coach. I like up, him. Up next, line moves. Big upsets in college basketball. Running down to win some, lose some.
5: Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were
1: you a winner last night? Wow, winning or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser, you're a loser. Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some,
4: Lose Some. It's all the update. Uh, the upsets last night in college hoops, all over the place, and a rough night for the ACC. Southeast Missouri State. Plus 8.50 on the money line. 16-point dogs. One. Nichols State catching 13 against Northern Iowa. Plus 6.50. Navy. It was, I think it was their their first win on the road against a ranked team since David Robinson. No.
3: Yes! Let me get it. Yes, 40 tweeted it. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know what, that would kind of make some sense. Uh Uh-huh. Because it is the Navy basketball program we're talking about here, so it's difficult for them to pull off upsets, you know, on a regular basis. By the way, you remember? Yeah, first
4: time, 35 years. Yep, it's our first win over a ranked team in 35 years since David Robinson. How good was David Robinson in college? Oh, Oh, God. Absolutely, yeah. Plus 16, they beat Virginia, 8-1 to on the money line. Western Illinois catching 16, rough week at Nebraska. They beat Nebraska plus 875. Miami of Ohio beat Georgia Tech. They were catching 10-11, plus 375. The Citadel beat Pittsburgh. What's going on in the ACC? They were plus 390. UC San Diego, 16-point dogs against Cal. They were plus 775 on the money line. Incredible. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beeson.com, our radio podcast people. Uh, Polly Does Vegas on Instagram. Dan the Man already already has stuff up. Uh, There'll be more stuff up later. This is great. Eclectic Mix, as always. South Dakota State. Jack Rabbits, moose on the field. <laughs> moose on a loose. And as he pointed out, yeah, he's just going to go out the way he came in. That's great. Hey, we saw that was it on, uh, in Canada or something. Wherever it was, the moose is walking in the middle of a soccer field while the kids are practicing. He had it about a month ago. I think we need to like have this video ready to go whenever we have a moose embedding bedding i like him. this is great we talked about this yesterday about you know it would be nice if the girlfriend or significant other would treat you sometimes like the dog does every single day when you walk home when you get in and walk through the door oh this guy put it up He got the videotape to prove it dog waiting oh it's about five o'clock it's about that time here he comes Great to see you. How are you? Can't get enough. How was your day? Huh? Oh, I missed you. There you go. Jumps on the step. Please bet me I missed you. This is
3: great. Welcome home. I got to be honest. I think if that happened every day when I walked home with my wife, I would get annoyed by it. (laughs) I would. Like every day. Hey, how are you? Oh, it's so great to see you. Give me your coat, huh? I have breakfast ready to go. Just like, uh, that's a little over the top. Come
4: on. All right. Bet for the Bucks. Jazz from seven up to eight and a half. Thump the Hawks. Dayton under 138.5 to 135, 64 54. Toledo Valpo under 147.5 to 143, 69 61. Miami, Ohio, Georgia Tech under 143.5 to 140, 72 69. Florida, Elon under 142.5 to 137, 74 61. Utah, Abilene Christian under 140 to 135. 70-56. Minnesota under 136 and a half to 131 that was 71 to 56 other winner ATM Vegas at home goal in the first 10 6 and 0 Kraken on the road goal in the first 10 7 and 1 Devils at home goal in the first 10 7 and 0 yeah Kings no in the first 10 11 and 2 on the season Tampa first period under 10 and 2 Oilers third period over 10 and 1 Minnesota, second period over. I think that's 11-1 now. Lose some. Louisiana Monroe. Imagine if you bet them, they lost 101-39 to 39 to LSU. Yikes. Ryder Duquesne over, 144 up to 148. No good. Ohio State, if you laid 17, they won on a buzzer beater against Akron. Akron was down three and had a four-point play, and then a great design, draw the play up. The big
3: guy down low, top on the block, him a gun in the badge. He laid it in. Well, and by, by the way, by one. But, uh, so good game. that's what, 65-62 Ohio State. And they Akron-Bask, like, <laughs> you, you, you can't do both. you got to make up your mind. Are you going to yep. give him the three or are you going to foul? Because you can't foul the shooter when he's actually in the process of taking the three. He cans it, goes to the free throw line, makes it, and if they don't draw up that beautiful play, they could lose the game. Yep.
4: Missouri-Central Michigan under 145.5 to 138. Big move, no good. 78 to 68. Lose some videos. Again, subscribe. VEASAN.com. Oh, I love the Bear videos. This was great. In Northern California, he unleashes hell. He gets in. You think they left the door open? I don't know. But he jumps up on the cabinet, and he's eating KFC. He went through, and it looked like a tornado. No kidding. Went through that place. Look at a big guy with the face
3: deep in the bucket of KFC. I don't blame him. Category grizzly. I mean, so I I love this. So it's not like he's standing up on his hind legs, Right. With you know balancing the KFC right. in his face and the bucket standing there and eating it like that, now he's just gonna make himself at home. Go up on the counter and look at that. He fit right below the the cabinet or the cupboard as well. Sure. sure, absolutely. And this is great.
4: Dogs don't they don't care how big they are. Maybe don't know their size. Look at the French bulldog going after two bears. Get out of here. You don't live here. You're bad news. Get out. Look, he's chasing after him. <laughs> this is great. And then finally the bear's like, "Well, oh, we've had enough. We're not wanted. And he jumps over the fence. And and I tells it it's like that one with a huge, it, I think that was a grizzly. The chihuahua went after him in the backyard. Oh, no, definitely, the yeah. The dogs are barking at the tree. There's like something moving in the bushes. And it was this huge, like 10 times the size of these
3: bears. Right.
4: And and, and, it, and he just, he jumped over the fence and the and the chihuahua chased him
3: off. I'm telling you, Polly, we have a small rescue dog. Uh, Like 8 years old now She's like a terrier Shih Tzu mix Weighs like 10 pounds She will go after The biggest dog At the dog park She'll go after a pit bull Oh no And it's just like We had a problem with that With the the ex The the previous owner Also beat the daylights Out of the dog I mean it's just Total scumbag move Obviously Guy should be We should rot in hell Um, But this dog It trusts nothing So whenever there's, like, another dog that walks close to our house, doesn't matter, could be a a huge great date. I'm taking off. I'm going to go get him. And nobody, learn a little bit here. Don't do this. Chihuahuas are instigators. Yes, they are. Major problem. Big time. Yappy,
4: causing trouble, wreaking havoc, no good. Yep. The ex ex had a German Shepherd, and her mom would bring over the little Chihuahua. The German Shepherd was having none of it. I mean, attacked her multiple times. And this is great, Australia. They don't know how the hell it got up there. But they called uh animal control helped out uh, a kangaroo on the roof and you're right by how it's set up here with the house and if they come over and look he goes ah, that's it for me i'll see you big gulps huh and he jumps right off the roof i don't know how he got up there it's, <laughs> it's kind of like how did the bear get in the house right Just run right in there you go Winsome some loose represented by bet river's your hometown book Log in and get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Wednesday.
3: Learn more at BetRivers.com. Great job, guys. Yep. How about the upsets in college basketball last night? Of those videos. Uh, well, the ACC alone. Well, sure. What happened. Sure. But, but Mitch, they're favored. They're going to win. You know, we were close to getting other upsets, too. Houston, they were very yeah. for, they, they were a monster favorite, of course. And they were down like the, the entire second half. They came back, sent it to overtime, and they eventually won. Uh, there were some others on the list. I think Creighton was getting buried at halftime. They were down big. They came back and blew uh, out their opponent in the second half. I like what um, FS1 did last night. So they treated it, if you if you watched it at all, they had, uh, like, their, like they do with the red zone almost on Sundays in the NFL, they were going from Big East Arena to Big East Arena, checking in on all the Big East games going on at, uh, around the country. I thought that was really well done on opening night. And maybe maybe something like that will happen more often where they don't even like. We're not even going to broadcast a game tonight. What we're going to do is we're going to go around from every single arena, and bring you parts, okay. bits, and part pieces mm-hmm. from every single game in this conference tonight. That would be awesome. Kansas looked good. Duke looked good. Kansas looked really good. The so big did guy Duke.
4: Yeah, Kansas down. Yeah, what do you have? Twenty nine. He was awesome, and they they did a good job offensively. Did you enjoy Jay Billis? You know he's just so bothered by college football, and he must. Well, it makes sense though too. I mean, Jay Billis is a smart guy, but he also is in the world of college basketball Right. where everyone is invited and everyone has an opportunity. And he sees George Mason, VCU, uh, Loyola Chicago, and Butler make Final Fours. Mm-hmm. And his line was, I, I, I thought, we are told games are supposed to matter.
3: Right. And he had his rankings. He's just, he's just shocked at the, how they treat the little guy, the right. Cincinnati so, and others. So he kept saying, yeah. right, this is like their name. Their- their motto, games are supposed to mean something on the field. Well, with that in mind, he had Georgia 1, Cincy 2, Oklahoma 3, and then Oregon number 4. And then it was a good follow-up, I think, by Reese Davis, who said, well, where do you have Texas San Antonio? And he said it. He laughed. Herbie, and then he goes, he laughed. He goes, I'd put him, like, sixth. Yeah. Yeah. You would think they were joking around a little bit, but. Sure. Um, no, would Cincy win? Is Cincy
4: going to win this? No. But you don't eliminate 85% of your teams before they even kick off and start the
3: season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's, it's nonsense. Yep. I, I will con- I will take this to my grave. Some of those Boise teams with Chris Peterson could have played with any team in the country. Well, they were stacked with the NFL They were loaded, talented. absolutely yes. loaded, yes. yep. Uh, Bet Rivers, so I guess I'm not going to take that to my grave, like as a secret. I, I don't know, maybe I screwed up my whole cliche <laughs> there. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, Bet Rivers yeah. Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same-game parlays and all pro football matchups. They're bringing back their Reduce, the Juice promos on game days, and this NFL season... They have a $1 million beat the spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each and every single week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet. Offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, uh, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21 to play. Up next, uh, in-pocket plays. We'll recap what we bet yesterday, tell you what we're on uh, today and tonight. And, oh, here we go! Yeah, is this is this it? The oh. chihuahua and the bear. This is the bear, bear with.
4: Yep. Oh, look at this! Did they come? Get oh, them out a of a here! A couple of dogs, oh. including
3: the chihuahua. <laughs> oh, he's coming at him?
4: <laughs> oh man! What a scene! Oh my god!
2: Huh. What's up? I'm John Wall,
3: and I'm CJ Toledana. and we're starting a new
4: podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game.
0: a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.
5: Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard hitting episode today, a lot of controversy.
4: algorithm to determine the
0: winner of any given college basketball
4: game. Someone gives you 10,000 to one on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks. I can get you
1: gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. 10 to one. You're up. Right. All right,
3: here we go. In pocket plays last night in college basketball in this segment, uh, New Mexico state minus four and a half or five. They cover, they led by five at halftime, one by 11 over Irvine. Keep your eye on on that team this year. Um, Everybody's expecting big things out of New Mexico State. Uh, A loser in hockey. COVID problems for Ottawa. I bet Bruins puck puck line up up 3-2 late. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, Up 3-2 late. I was expecting like uh, an empty netter. Hoping for one. Fingers crossed. When I need one, I'm... Okay. Oh, wasn't that? You almost cursed. No, no. No, I know that. I know that. Um, The next time... That I make the case, or I want to bet a puck line, or a run line in baseball, come right, come across the table on me, All and right. just push me out of my chair. Whatever, slap me in the face. I can't. I so so dumb. Um, Hornets, because I never win. I never win on these bets. Hornets plus four and a half tonight uh, against the Grizzlies. Uh, I'm gonna tail Jonathan Von Von Tobel. Uh, I leaned Hornets. Last night when I saw the overnights, and uh, he put me on them. And in college football, I'm adding Texas A&M um, 2 25 at uh, Ole Miss this weekend.
4: Yeah, I like that. That and that Memphis game, again, should go over. Second-worst defense against the third-worst defense. Could be a lot of points. It should be. I think a A&M's
3: 2 and a half, by the way, for the record. It I, I, I bet it at a two and a half, so I didn't see 2. But
4: All right, the yeah. gift that keeps on giving. Winner going the first 10 nights at home. Seattle, as I mentioned, seven and one on the road. The Knights a perfect six and zero at home, pulling the first ten. Uh, I, I, this is I'm going to go on people telling you you stink or you don't belong in our top five, whatever. At Oklahoma laying it against Baylor. I think they come out and they're ticked off, sitting there at number eight, and they have their opportunity here to show the committee that they are a good team, and they belong in the top four if they win out. And uh, it starts with the Baylor game on Saturday, and they're off the bye. Auburn five and a half against Miss State. I will trust Bo at home. At home, I will trust Bo. And maybe uh, Leach ticked off some people with the, uh, we're going to have open tryouts, and we can't make a kick and all its other business. Plus, I don't think Miss State's that good. I'm also with you on a and I like that as well. Banged up. War of attrition. So many tough games in a row for old Miss. And uh, Jimbo's got AM playing well, especially on offense. Good win against Auburn. I like that. And this one also makes sense to me. I'll lay it with Michigan State. They're laying 13 against Maryland. Everything is still right there for Michigan State. 12 and a half, 13. Still right there for Michigan State. That
3: but they, can they actually... still have
4: Ohio State and Penn State on the schedule. So I don't know how that would work if Michigan – beats Ohio State with the tiebreakers, considering they lost the head-to-head, but then I guess it'd be Michigan at that point. But if they get a Michigan loss and they run the table, they're sitting there at seven. But he can say that he can play the no-respect card. My God, we beat Michigan, and we're behind them in in, uh, the committee rankings. Like the Browns getting points in New England, and I like Northern Illinois tonight as home dogs in the wild Mac with the mac I know uh, the quarterback uh, Lombardi a little bit banged up. But they coming off that 52 to 47 loss, they win this. I think they're going to go to the conference championship game. I think Northern Illinois is going to win. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at BetRivers.com.
3: All right, some uh, look ahead numbers. Early week number 11 point spreads in the National Football League. Patriots on the road against Atlanta. Pats are lane four in that game. We both talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, We can't trust Atlanta. We don't like Atlanta. They're actually playing better right now. But I also, I don't want to lay four on the road with the Pats, although they are, uh, they're sneaking up on people now. And, you know, maybe not even, I think that's probably, I'm a week late probably by saying that. I think people were on to the Patriots in terms of betting this team to maybe win the division or the AFC a week ago. We have a race in the AFC East now. Yeah. It's, it's not over. Well, speaking of that, Buffalo—they're at home against Indy next week, and the Bills are laying seven. I think that's too high of a number. Concur. They, they are still power rated to the moon, and I'm I'm buying into the Colts a little bit here. I like this team. I like what I'm seeing with the offensive line. Jonathan Taylor's a total beast, and uh, boy, w- w- it's tough for me to get super excited because of Carson Wentz, because you know it's coming at yeah. some point, or you think it's coming anyway. But he's playing overall last like uh, six, seven games, playing better. Um, your big boy next week is KC at home to Dallas, and the Chiefs are favored by two and a half against the Cowboys. I'm pulling the Adam Chernoff uh, with this upcoming
4: week. I know Adam Chernoff, with this week we're talking about rather, Adam Chernoff is on Friday. He didn't do yesterday because he hates the card. Right. And so, so that's, and I, I think he's on Cleveland though, one play. But this is, this week 11 card, yikes. Number one, there's some dog matchups. Some really bad and matches. That's like, yeah. Do you really trust the 49ers on the road against Jacksonville? I mean, do you, you, you want to lay double digits with the Titans? That would be like a, kind of like a Malinsky special, if they, somewhat. <clears throat> after you go through that gauntlet, now here's your layup. Yeah. It figures that they would uh, stub
3: their toe. It, well, okay, so if you told me right now, see, I'm, I'm conflicted on this game because I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. <clears throat> I think it's going to be Taysom Hill. If you told me it's Taysom yeah. Hill right now, I would like to bet it. But again, with these groups you know, who have been betting the Eagles so much over the last month or so, the look ahead is New Orleans pick them. If they do it again next week, then you can probably grab a better number on the Saints. I don't know if they're going to push it up to the key number of three or not, so you're in that kind of no-man's lane a little bit. But um, I would look at the Saints to win that game against Philly. I think that's going to be against that defense, Jalen Hurts okay. – is not going to look very good. No. Miami
4: and the Jets, Carolina, Washington, uh, two, both. Uh, fine. How about Baltimore, six
3: against Chicago? Baltimore plays yeah. in a lot of close games. I think I'd, yeah. I would I would rather wait on that one because I can see, like, they have, what did they show today? The Ravens are 3-1 and one overall this year when they drop down by 10 points or more. Cool. It's the best record in the NFL. So it's happened four times already. All these overtime games? Oh, yeah. And they, you know, I mean, the the Monday night game against the Colts, some other games on their schedule where they were getting their heads kicked in, and all of a sudden, look at this, they're never out of it. Um, I would probably look for a better number in play because, you know, maybe, again, the Bears found something a little bit on Monday night with that second half Mm -hmm. of Justin Fields. And the Ravens' defense, not exactly great shakes. The big game, you
4: wanted it, uh, KC 2.5 against Uh, Dallas. I know a lot of people are puzzled by the power rating with the Chiefs. And you're hemorrhaging money back at them from an sure. ATS standpoint. Is there anything to what Fangio said? Teams haven't been playing the Cowboys the right way.
3: Well, if, and, if he and, figured and, out the code, well,
4: and McCarthy then, goes, it's a copycat league. So, but yeah, that's thirty to nothing. And they were aggressive, and they brought heat, and Dak certainly looked rusty and
3: oh, well, not again, ready. But the, w- when we kicked this around recently, right on the show, what's the weakest link of any true contender? The common denominator was Mike McCarthy's the weakest link out of any like yeah. quote contender in the league. It'd probably be him as the coach. So maybe maybe he really starts to show his true colors here, and the team slips a little bit. But they're, they're the team's yeah. really good. It's a shame we couldn't have flipped this with the Colts starting. Is that
4: started yet? They're doing that hard knocks again with the Colts. Is that started? I think started? It's, no, it's, it's this Coming month up? at some point. Yeah. Can you imagine if they said it now with the Cowboys? I want to. I would want to see Jerry Jones. Going over the game plan. On the with field card instructions. Well, okay. I would love to see that. Oh. I'd watch that. I mean, what's he, what, what are they, is he really telling McCarthy what they should do? Now, Big Mott, what? get over here for a second. Uh, game plan, yeah, what you guys talked about all week. This is like circumcising a mosquito. Yep. I mean, but this is what, what are we, is he telling them what they should do? Because he said they went over the game plan and we knew everything Denver was going to do, but they, they surprised us. Like, I, I'm, I'm, Is McCarthy sitting back and not saying anything? Is he supposed to take it? I guess he has to allow it. Maybe that's why the Cowboys are
3: in this mess. Right. Since they. uh... Yeah. I don't forget, VCN has programming like this live all day long, every single day, including this afternoon on My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonnetoni. If you missed her show yesterday, you missed her favorite college basketball future place.
0: Some national championship contenders that I like, as well as some long shots. So we've got. Gonzaga who is the favorite in my love category and I like I said earlier they're gonna roll through their conference schedule so I know they're the shortest odds not a lot of value but they're a train that ain't slowing down the Timmy and Holmgren front court duo formidable as they come Um, they're the shortest odds for a reason I really like them this year also like UCLA at 12 to 1 no team has a better mix of continuity experience talent hard to enter a season in better position than them texas 15-1 chris beard's first year there should be a powerhouse despite a complete makeover from a year ago this number's dropped because hype around the team has grown still love the play though hard to take a brand new roster full of transfers to the final four but if anybody can figure it out it's that guy
3: It's my guys in the desert with stormy Bonnetoni. weekdays 5 to 6 eastern right here on vsin the sports buddy network go to vsin.com to learn more about what we do here in all the places you can watch us now are you going to be, it's one game, but you need to see these teams play early on before you can like really understand what they're like in college basketball these days. Did you want to add any Duke to win the national title after last night?
4: Well, it's something that a lot of people tweet about, and I know Stanford Steve's big into this, the hate bets. Yeah. It's like you want to bet it. You can't stand this person, team, whatever, and you'll just be so upset it'll bother you if it cashes. Sure. So that would be, you know, you know, what we think about Duke basketball. But they also – this is just going to be – We're gonna, really going to get carried away here with the farewell. Well,
3: already last night. with the yes. But also, I mean, the, te- the team looked – Oh, no, absolutely. They, they, they are super yes. talented. They really are. So that's it for us. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Adios.
1: Bet BetRivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older? Playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the BetRivers Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as PlaySugarHouse. The Veasan Midseason Football Special is here. Put the Veasan betting next.